Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, your host of Let's Ride Your Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning podcast right here on the Steel Curtain Network, part of Fans First Sports Network. Have a great show for you today. It's Black Friday. I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. I hope that everyone is kind of getting back into the swing of things. I want to remind everyone, if you missed the shows yesterday, Thursday, I get it because of the holiday. Go back, take some time, listen to the Stat Geek in the morning, check out what Yin's talking about. The Steelers preview was actually recorded on Wednesday, but it's still a great show. Had a lot of fun with Brian and Dave talking about all things Steelers leading up to the game. We talked about Mad Canada. It was great. On today's show... We have a lot to talk about as well. We're going to go behind enemy lines with Brandon Harriet and Jeremy Drone Betts is coming up in the second half with the all bets are off segment. But I got to be honest, we recorded these earlier in the week based on the fact that it's the holiday and I didn't want to bother anyone on Thanksgiving, wanted to allow them to enjoy the holiday with their family, friends, whatever they want to do. And so I wanted to go over the injury report. Here we have it on Thursday. Remember, this is not the final injury report, so that everyone is understanding what's at least trending with the injury report heading into Friday. So George Pickens for the Steelers was limited. Minka Fitzpatrick did not practice. Now Pickens was out on Wednesday with a shin. He's limited on Thursday. James Spear with a shoulder was limited for a second straight day. Uh, Nick Herbig was limited with a hamstring injury for the second straight day. Montrevious Adams returned to practice. He was back limited for the second straight day. And Cam Hayward, he got a day off 
because of basically rest. So not too bad. George Pickens getting back to practice is helpful for sure. Now, when I look at the Bengals injury report, pretty interesting. We're just going to go over some big-time names, all right? Some of these names, they don't mean much to me. Obviously, Joe Burrow's done for the year, but he's not on IR yet, so they still have to list him as a DNP. T. Higgins hasn't practiced again with a hamstring injury. Brandon's going to talk about that in the first half of the show. Uh, DJ Reader got back to practice after uh, missing with an illness. Cam Taylor-Britt with a quadricep did not practice for a second straight day. It's a cornerback. And then uh, Sam Hubbard was limited with an ankle injury. Uh, Trenton Irwin with a hip was a full participant. Uh, so there they have some injuries. Sam Hubbard was limited. I'm sorry, with an ankle. I'm not sure if I said that or not. So there you have the injury report for the Bengals and the Steelers. As they head into Friday today, make sure you're keeping tuned to SteelCurtainNetwork.com for all your Pittsburgh Steelers news and the latest injury report. We're going to have all that for you right there in one spot, SteelCurtainNetwork.com. All right, so here's what's coming up. we got B-Dirt, Brandon Harriet talking about the Bengals and Steelers with the Behind Enemy Line segment. Stay tuned to the very end, though, for a very special heart-to-heart. We'll be right back after this break. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. It is Friday, Black Friday, and it's time for the Behind Enemy Lines segment. Probably going to be hearing a lot from this guy in the next few weeks because the Steelers and Bengals are going to be going head-to-head. I welcome Brandon Harriet, who you may have heard on the homies. They call him B-Dirt. What's up, B-Dirt? How's it going? It's going good, Jeff. It's going good. Uh, staying busy, watching a lot of football, been going to a lot of football games. So uh, getting ready for this cold weather here in Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You live in the 412, which is pretty uh, funny and humorous at times, but still, nonetheless, a Bengals yeah. fan through and through. Look, I got to ask you, you know, y'all have had about 10 next game. What is the vibe like in the fan base right now with Burrow being done for the year? And what are they, what does that, that's my gauge is I don't really care about the players. The players are going to play hard no matter what, what are the fans thinking right now? Um, there is a, you know, a definitely a vast majority out there that are talking about, I've already seen mock drafts go up oh, man. <laughs> with who we're going to draft and stuff. <laughs> so there's been a lot of guys just go ahead and punt on the season. Um, I, I'm pretty like, obviously not what we want. Right. Um, yeah. but I, I'm kind of excited to see, I think they're going to see some more of what the young guys can do now. Um, you know, I, I, I like our defenses developing in that back end secondary after, uh, losing both of our safeties. Um, uh, I, I really feel like we're doing a, um, a, a good job of 
of rotating guys in now and and Dax Hill I think looks like he's going to be the real deal to me so where do you stand on that though and I know you just said that you know you're excited for the young guys and all that and that's great but what about the season outlook now that Joe Burrow's done? Like, where where, where do you stand? Yeah, you're going to see the young guys. Yes, you want to kind of take a look at what that what that looks like for obvious reasons for the future. But what about the rest of this season? What's your take? Um, you know, tempered expectations. Yeah. Um, I I really expected to still be able, and we were ahead in the game against the Ravens when yeah Burrow gets injured. So That's I true. was really expecting still to be even with a slow start competing for the division championship. Now, I I doubt we make it to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, I really the, – the only way we could, I think, is if you see a change in some of the coaching philosophy. We have been way too pass-happy all season. Um, so I think we got to run the ball and set up the pass off of the run versus – what we've been doing, which is just pass and then set up the pass on the pass and yeah. then pass some more. Um, so <laughs> I, I'd like to see us do that and, and get back to, I don't know, a change in mentality, you know? Yeah, no, it's fair. That's fair. Now, before we leave the Burrow stuff, and there's a lot to talk about this upcoming game that doesn't involve Joe Burrow, obviously. Have we had an official diagnosis of his injury yet? Torn ligament in his wrist. So it's wrist. So definitely in the wrist. We don't know. Like, what would do we have? Is it, it going to require surgery? Um, all they have not officially said that, but everyone said is it's likely to require surgery. Okay. Um, and uh, and is, is timetable to return? He'll be ready to for twenty twenty four. Yes, that's okay. what it's pointing at now. Um, Got it. Things can out change. for the rest of the season, but should be good for next year. Okay. Interesting. Now, tell me a little bit about this backup quarterback. Well, what, what do we have here? The the new starter now for the at least for the foreseeable future. What are the Bengals looking at at the quarterback position? Because you still have those weapons. I don't know. I'm assuming T. Higgins should be healthy enough to play on Sunday. Still have Jamar Chase. Still have Tyler Boyd. Still have a a really good core at wide receiver. But what about the quarterback? So Jake Browning out of Washington. Um, yep. The, the fun part to me is our right tackle, Jonah Williams, and him actually played together in high school and won the California State Championship together. No, so they're cool. reunited. Yeah. Um, he broke basically every passing record in Washington history. Uh, he does. He's very mobile. Um, he has a pretty good arm. Doesn't read the field quite like Joe Burrow. You know, he's kind of a one-read, two-read run kind of guy more. Yep. Um. But, you know, Joe Burrow even said they have very like-minded demeanors. They're very calm. They're very cool uh, under duress and under fire. So he, you know, says they plan on him getting better every game, right, with game reps and seeing that speed. Uh, But obviously does not have the proven uh, NFL pedigree that, that you would like from a season backup. So. It's shooting blind. I mean, we may get decent backup play and we may get some rough backup play. We don't know what to expect, really. Yeah. And so anytime you have a backup quarterback, just like if you have a rookie quarterback, you want to lean on the run and you want to hope that your defense can stand tall. Let's talk about the running game for a little bit. Joe Mixon is, in my opinion, still a premier back in the league. But like you mentioned earlier, I didn't feel like they were using him a lot. 
And if anything, they used him more in the passing game. Joe Mixon is still an, a, a very good talent. I've watched a lot of Bengals games because they've played at different times than the Steelers this year. Yeah. And are, do they have the offensive line that's capable of, hey, let's lean on this and let's really grind it out on the ground? All right, so personal opinion on this one. Um, I, I really feel like we set up the offensive line for failure and what they're good at blocking scheme-wise mm-hmm. and what we ask them to do scheme-wise a lot of times. So at the beginning of the year, Burrow was, you know, a, a wounded duck. So he was shotgun only. He wasn't under center. So now you're running that zone wide um, blocking and um, yeah. more of that kind of stuff with our offensive line, who are a bunch of big thumpers and not fleet of foot uh, kind of pulling guys. That's not really their their style. Uh, where I've seen more success is when we've been able to get under center and run a more traditional between the tackles, two on one blocking and a wham block. Um, those kind of those kind of things. And unfortunately, we have we fall in love with that toss sweep out of the shotgun, or you know, I think we've had one positive run with that all year. And for whatever reason, that's kind of a I see it three or four times a game, and I just I just cringe every time I see it. It's just terrible. Um, but it, I feel like we could be effective. I feel like we, I, mean, we're, I don't think we're a 5.5 yard to carry offensive line, but I feel like we could be a 4.123 offensive yeah. line, be an effective offensive line if we ran the right scheme consistently. Yeah. And then that's, that's really important. Like you say, there's a staple in your offense. that's clearly not working yet. They continue to have it be a staple in the offense. It doesn't make much sense. Um, as Steeler fans that just fired their offensive coordinator, we know all about that stuff. So you don't need to tell us, but let's go to the other side of the ball. I'm really curious about the defense. Uh, you talked about the safeties, Von Bell and, uh, Jesse Bates gone in free agency. Mm-hmm. You've got a young back end. Obviously Steeler fans know about Mike Hilton. What is the health of that defensive secondary? How are they looking? And what is it that they do the best in terms of the defensive unit at it as a whole? Um, well, I, health wise, we have Sam Hubbard questionable, right? He's coming back off of, uh, his calf injury two years in a row. He's dealt with some kind of a nagging calf injury. Mm-hmm. Um, so not sure there. The problem is on our defensive line, we're very thin. So as soon as we don't have Trey Hendrickson or Sam Hubbard, the rest of the guys aren't really able to put pressure on the quarterback, um, plug that defensive rut. So. That I worry about. In the backfield that you're asking about, um, our biggest glaring weakness was Nick Scott. And last week, Jordan Battle played, actually led the team in tackles. Not ideal, obviously, to have a safety no. lead a team in tackles. You'd rather have a linebacker doing it, uh, you know, get that level forward, making more tackles. But he has a nose for the ball. He's around the ball a lot. He, um, even as a rookie, doesn't seem to be caught out of out of alignment or get burnt um, so far. He hasn't had yeah. that happen to him. Um, so I, I'm really looking forward to seeing how how he plays. Very good instincts. Uh, at corner, um, Cam Taylor-Britt is who he is. Uh, I, I Honestly, um, reminds me a little bit of uh, Porter Jr. and their styles. They're a little okay. bit handsy. They're going to get called mm-hmm. for some penalties here and there. They're a little bit brash. They're 
Um, gonna take some risks. That's how those two corners play. I'm okay with it. I love him. You know what I mean? Like, go get it. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, Mike Hilton is one of the better, you know, uh, slot corners that we have. Cheeto Wuzier coming back from an ACL injury has not quite been Cheeto. Uh, he's been picked on a little bit, uh, even shared some time with uh, DJ Turner, the rookie out of Michigan. Uh, DJ Turner looks great on five plays and a six play. He gets caught out of position. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, Zay Flowers really, I think, took advantage of a couple of his, uh, a couple of his plays. Um, but overall, good for a rookie. Not quite good enough to be your starter on day one in the NFL. And Cheeto quite hasn't gotten past that hump of recovering from that knee. Yeah. So, like I mentioned earlier in the show you all have an extended break after the Thursday night game against Baltimore. I know that you're probably hoping to get a lot of healthy players back and things like that. And so I was really curious what the line was going to be for this game. As of this being recorded, the Steelers are actually one point favorites on the road in Cincinnati at Paycor stadium with an over under. Let me double check this real quick <laughs> with an over under of 34 and a half, 34 and a half. So first and foremost, what do you think of that line? Well, um, I, I don't know. I mean, to me, it's a pick 'em game. So, I one point it is like it, yeah. pretty much close. I, uh, it's not obviously not the matchup we wanted to have at quarterback, but um, I expect the Steelers to come out and play hard with, you know, kind of that galvanizing the team when mm -hmm. something happens, like letting a coach go for what the first time since the forties. That's 1941, happened. 1941. Yeah. yeah. Mid-season when they let him go mid-season. Mid-season. Yeah. Yep. So, so I, I, I expect them and, and listen, you guys have a well-coached team, uh, find a way to, to, to put points on the board, even if it's defensive, I think it's going to be a tough game. Um, but the over under Jeff, I gotta be honest with you. I don't know if you listen to pay dirt or not, but we've been betting the under on every Steelers game and every Iowa Hawkeyes game all year. <laughs> and they share a uniform uh, scheme too. So that fits. <laughs> yeah. You probably yeah, won so. a lot of bets if you're betting the under with the Steelers. Cause they, yeah, just I don't think we've, I, I think we've lost too. So we're, uh, 11. Okay. I think we're 19 and two or wow. 20 and two, something like that. Yeah. That's a hell of a record. Just That's keep betting the under every every <laughs> one unit on the under on both those games every week blindly. So we'll get we'll get to a prediction here in a second. But do you think it follows suit this game in in and of itself that it's under the thirty four and a half line? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do. I think it's going to be twenty to ten. Man. I hope not. I hope the Steelers get a little bit of, uh, of an injection of life after firing Matt Canada and they maybe have a little bit more of uh, the players say, so to speak, in the game plan, the scheme and things like that. But let me ask you, how, how do you think this game's going to play out? How do you see that happening at Paycor? Do you, who, I'm, hey, you might see the Bengals getting a big win for them. And, and you know, how do you see it playing out? Well, I, I, you know, I, I know if everybody's down. Um, watching how deflated just the sidelines looked after uh, Burrow got hurt and went out. I know it's an extra week um, for Browning to play with the, the number ones and whatever. 
I still I look at it this way. If two teams are fairly evenly matched, I normally go to quarterbacks versus quarterback first. If those are pretty evenly matched, who's got the best player on the field? I call it TJ Watt. So I probably have the, the Steelers going down to Cincinnati and stealing one. Wow. Okay. Do you have a do you have a score or not yet? Too early. I, I would probably say somewhere in that 17-13 range. I have a low scoring game. Oh gosh. I I'm so sick of those games. My the Steelers have been in nothing but those games this year, but I'm sure that's the way that it's gonna trend again and it's gonna continue down that path. It drives me up a wall. But nonetheless, I appreciate your Hey, that's your an honest opinion. You know, and a lot yeah. of people that I have on this show and this segment to talk about the upcoming game, they're like me, like they're homers. They're always going to pick their team, but this is a really tough spot for the Bengals. And I know Zach Taylor's, a, he's a good coach. They're a well-coached team. I think this is going to be really close. There's no way in hell I'm thinking the Bengals are just going to give up and they're just going to say, well, Hey, Bur- Burrow's out. We're, we're done. Let's pack it in and let's call it a season. Maybe we'll get a good draft pick. I don't think that's it at all got a lot of respect for that team i think it's going to be a tough game and um when you talk about x factors mike hilton just always seems to make plays against pittsburgh his former team so i wouldn't be shocked if he makes another one there again but uh any final thoughts about this game yeah i i also know uh, t higgins is questionable as we film this okay um so is cam taylor Britt. so with those guys especially t higgins being in a contract year uh, with Joe Burrow out, I don't expect him to play unless he's tip top. So yeah, that's that's tough. That's a tough yeah. situation, and you get you got to understand it from a player's perspective as well. Why he would maybe say like, "What am I? What am I doing? <laughs> yeah, what am I risking? Are you risking my a, next a big injury? And yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I, exactly. I, yeah, he's looking at twenty million plus is what he's asking for. Jeez and rice. Okay, that's that's a that's a hefty. <laughs> hey, yeah. I he'll get it. He'll get it. I, I look at what from Christian someone. Kirk. Yeah, Christian Kirk. What he got in Jacksonville was a huge deal, and he T Higgins is better than he was. So, yeah. uh, take it for what's worth. Okay, Brandon, I appreciate you taking the time. Go ahead and plug your podcast network. What you all are doing over there, running through the jungle, and as well as where people can find you on social media. Yeah, running through the jungle. Uh, we have the tagline here at Harriet Brandon on running through the jungle uh, on on X Twitter. I, yep. I, I have a hard time still saying X. Um, but yeah, we uh, we're Chase Younts, uh, myself, Tim Lyons, Justin Lacey. We've got a lot of things going on over there. Uh, we're trying to get it up to have something on every day of the week, kind of like the Steel Curtain Network. But you got to you, go. you got to build up to it. Yeah, that's right. You know. It, it seems like real life here. Like the Bengals are trying to catch up with the Steelers. And, you know, it's start <laughs> trying to get that, trying to get to where your status is. But we're 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 struggling, you know. But we're we're plugging away. Um, you know, we do the running through the jungle. We got strange love. We do the crossover. Um, mm-hmm. Whenever we can find somebody uh, available to do those, those are a lot of fun. And then we have the roaring reactions for the post game. So a lot of stuff going oh, on. Hey, hey, plug this week's Strange Love on your podcast platform so Steeler fans might head over there and listen. Strange Love, you find it Spotify, you can find it on Apple, uh, Google, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, it's on the Running Through the Jungle Network. We are having um, my guy, Kevin Tate, Tate Boy Fresh, mm-hmm. yes. uh, from the Homies podcast that we do together. He actually is the reason why I'm in here doing this. He actually I had me guest on uh, the Know It Alls podcast 
and along came everything else, right? Um, so takes. we're having him on to uh, to chop it up. He and I have actually been to a Steelers Bengals game uh, together, so we're pretty awesome. familiar with how we are as fans. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, make sure you check out Brandon and all the stuff he's doing over there running through the jungle. Brandon, I, I appreciate you taking the time, man. Good luck this game. We'll be talking in a couple weeks, so stay tuned. Yeah, thanks, Joe. No problem. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right, Steeler fans, it is Friday, Black Friday, which means it's time for the second half of the Friday show, and that means it's time for the All Bets Are Off segment with Jeremy Jerome Betts. Jeremy, what's up? It's going good. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about, a lot of exciting things to look forward to for this coming weekend, and uh, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving, Jeff. Yeah, you too. What do you think about the, Let's jump right into it. What do you think about the Black Friday NFL game? A lot of people are up yeah. in arms saying, like, this is a college football day. Like the NFL is trying to impede everything and they're trying to take over everything, which I don't blame them for doing that. But what's your take on that, Jeremy? Uh, I just love football, man. So uh, as many games as I can get and, and uh, preferably NFL, I, I do like to watch some college football, but if it's going to be an NFL game or uh, I don't know uh, what, what teams typically play on, on a Friday after Thanksgiving in college football, but it's not going to be, typically anybody too marquee i don't think so give me the nfl game but that's just yeah. me i get i get other people's uh thought process on it but um i don't know uh i just wish it wasn't going to be uh tim boyle uh playing quarterback for the jets you know you wish this was aaron Rodgers against yeah uh Tua tongue of iloa and and instead we're being treated to some pretty rough quarterback matchups in the latter yes. portion of the season here and oh my gosh we've had to stomach so many new york jets games because they thought yes. they were going to have aaron Rodgers, and well that didn't happen so yep. that's neither here nor there let's get started with the steelers talk excuse me the last time you did a show the steelers fix yeah matt canada was still the coordinator yeah so you have not really had an opportunity to talk about this and to give your thoughts on this now you'll be doing a q a this weekend i'm sure you'll discuss it there but i'll give you an opportunity and a platform right now to do that, what were your thoughts when you heard that Matt Canada indeed got fired? Because you were the one that put it in the breaking yeah. news channel on our Slack channel. Yeah, I was I was 
riding in in the car um uh, well in my in my work van just minding my own business la 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 no normal day nothing's gonna happen and then all of a sudden i see uh, a notification for a statement from mike tomlin and i was like oh man what the crap could this be so i pull this pull it up and it is a statement announcing matt canada's firing and i was in absolute complete shock um and just from the simple nature that totally unexpected that for this to go down if it hadn't gone down already there was no reason to think it was going to um but it did and so i'm in utter shock i posted in the in the slack channel and and you were the first to reply and you couldn't believe it either and no. it was just kind of a, a a trickle down effect from there but the ripple across steeler nation has had a wide range uh as you would predict a wide range of of thoughts mostly mm-hmm. joyous but also uh, some that I, I could say I agree with and some that I don't agree with. And I think we'll get into a couple of those here, but just the initial thought process was, wow, this is unexpected. It, it needed to be done um, too little, too late probably for this year. And maybe hopefully not too little, too late for Kenny Pickett. We'll see. Well, th- yeah, I, I could see where that, that, that sentiment is coming from as it pertains to maybe yeah. too little, too late. But let's talk about just this week. Okay, right. let's talk about like what that that's what everyone wants to know. Like they're like, well, well, what can change now? Like what can change this week? Let me ask you that question. Yeah. With Eddie Faulkner and Mike Sullivan taking over really as like a tandem coordinator, what do you expect or what do you no one knows what to expect? Let me say that right out of the gate. But what are some of the tangible changes you could see happening or or, or changes in the offensive philosophy scheme, yeah. stuff like that against the Bengals this week? I think the biggest thing, Jeff, it has to be that we start featuring our star players. And by that, I mean the guys who have been productive for us when called upon. And that's George Pickens and that's Jalen Warren. And those are the guys you need to feature in this offense. And in Matt Canada's offenses, those guys had not been major uh, contributors as far as the, these guys are getting the football when they're on a roll, or these guys are the guys we're going to scheme up in our offense to, to lead the way for us. And they were just guys in, in an offense that just was dysfunctional from the outset. We we've been talking about that from the beginning. So I think what absolutely has to change and what I think should change and could change for this week specifically is that um, Eddie Faulkner and, and Mike Sullivan they sit down in the offensive meeting room and they say, all right, we know the horses that are going to get us to where we want to go. And these are those guys. I think you could throw Pat Fryermuth in, in that conversation as well. Um, Steelers fans were all excited for him to come back. And Matt Canada said, oh, it's like he was, he was never here uh, again. So it, it's, it's just, you got to start focusing in and scheming up your star players. And I think that that is the most um, uh, I guess tr- positive change that can happen right now. The the change that you could see right away is to get those guys more involved in the offense. Yeah, and I think that by proxy, another thing that we should see, hopefully, is input from the players. So yeah. I talked about this on the Steelers preview podcast with Brian Davis and Dave Schofield. And I talked about my experience as a head coach. It was at the high school level. It wasn't football, but it was a team sport in lacrosse. I did it for 13 years of my life. Okay. And I was the offensive coach for the, for this lacrosse team. 
And the one thing that I learned throughout my time is that there are moments where you as a coach have one of two responses to something that's not working. Mm-hmm. You can either say as a coach, no, this system works and we're going to keep on doing it. Okay. That's one. That's one response. The second response is, you know what? It's not going to work. I'm going to put my pride to the side. I'm going to say that my system that I developed or put in place is not working and I need to make some changes. I'm going to listen to the players that are on the field who are giving me some input as they come off. Cause I had coach, I had, I had teams where they would come off and say, coach, it's not working. It's just not yeah. working. Well, what's going on? What are you seeing? And then sometimes it was like, you know what? We got to can it this scheme, yeah. this plan, this play, we got to can it and we got to start over and you can't start over in the NFL. But what they can do is say, okay, in the playbook, this stuff worked. This stuff never worked. So let's throw those away and let's try to build off what worked and let's listen to the players. I absolutely think that Eddie Faulkner and Mike Sullivan will be doing that. And to be honest with you, Jeremy, let me ask you this. I feel like they had started to do that in a little bit, meaning when you saw the offense coming out to a better start, those back-to-back games with opening drive touchdowns, they were listening to the players with the run game starting to improve. They rushed for 160 yards the last three games. You agree with that, that the Steelers might yeah. be best off giving their players a little bit more input in terms of, in terms of the quarterback? Absolutely, uh, especially the quarterback. And I think the, the telltale sign that that was not happening to the degree it needed to is from Kenny Pickett's press conference after the game uh, against the Browns where he said we just wouldn't adjust, basically – uh, in in no uncertain terms, he he was basically saying that we wouldn't adjust to the different coverages, and it was just stick with what we game planned. And uh, it doesn't matter that they're not giving us the man coverage looks that we thought they were going to. We're just going to stick with it. And I think to me, it, it goes back to what you're saying, where you have guys on the field, seeing the field, seeing what the defense is throwing at at them, and who are experiencing the attempt at trying to execute what is being called. Um, and so I think there's been a stubbornness with the offense where it, under Matt Canada, they just did not want to change from the game plan and adjust. And I think where you see that come to fruition is that when the it got down to the, the nitty gritty and the nuts and bolts of the game in the fourth quarter, and it was just, plant your foot and throw the football uh, to the open guy. That's where the offense started working as opposed to throughout the earlier portions of the game where we're just, we're just trying to, to follow the scheme that we set up, follow the game plan that we set up and it's just not working. And so I think that if, if Faulkner and, and Sullivan say, all right, guys, you're out there. You're the ones seeing this. You're the ones experiencing it. Give us what needs to work, what you're, what you're seeing out there, what the defense is doing differently how they're disguising, give us a chance to adjust so that we can go out there and make plays, then I think that the offense can absolutely be tangibly better uh, moving forward. Yeah, and on Wednesday, Kenny Pickett spoke to the media, and he made a comment which might just get brushed under the rug by some people. Uh, Mark Caballi of The Athletic was the one that shared it on Twitter, Mm -hmm. and it basically, to kind of summarize, I hate doing that because I just don't have the quote in front of me, Kenny Pickett essentially said he's excited to have fun again. He didn't say it like that, but that's what the (laughs) quote essentially said. As I'm looking forward to going out there, playing the game that I love and having fun doing it, which tells me 
he wasn't having fun doing it. So, I mean, my gosh, there's just moments where they just suck the life out of everything. And yeah. sometimes I feel like that's the way it was with Matt Cannon at the helm, especially in the last few weeks when everything seemed to be going wrong. Najee yeah. Harris is outspoken. Deontay Johnson with an outburst on the sideline. Kenny Pickett. I'm not sure if I'm buying into that, him ignoring Matt Cannon on the sideline. He just looked like right. he was frustrated, but still a change was necessary. And yes. there it is. So let's, Let's now take a look at the upcoming game with the Bengals and you look at how they match up. I honestly, I see this game being more of the Steelers running the football than anything. The Bengals have a horrible run defense. Yeah. They're the second worst in the NFL. Maybe this won't be a Kenny Pickett outburst, but it will be right. an offensive outburst. What do you think? Yeah, it needs to be. And I think, again, if you feature the right guys and if you can be a little bit more fluid in how you're calling plays, and utilizing the scheme to your advantage and the run game to your advantage in the past game, then you could absolutely take advantage of a Bengals defense who has not been nearly as good as we've seen out of them the last few years when they've uh, led, led the way during uh, the playoffs specifically against these big time quarterbacks and kind of snuffing them out. Um, I think if you can run on this team, which the Steelers have shown that they can do. And you, you, again, you have the running back coach now handling the offensive scheme yep. and design he's with these guys these two running backs that the Steelers employ every day and I just can't I can't imagine that they're all of a sudden going to go back to a pass heavy offensive design especially against a team that can be had on the ground and they, they're suffering some injuries up front as well even if guys like um Hubbard and Henderson uh play they're they're not going to be 100 percent, and then uh, some of their guys in the middle have been banged up you've got to run the football here and here's my biggest hope is that we start to see a little bit more of a two-thirds uh to one-third Jalen Warren to Najee Harris type of workload so I think you've come to that point here where it 50-50 or two-thirds for Najee isn't going to cut it anymore. Jalen Warren needs to be getting the bulk and Najee Harris kind of more working in as, as your support back, as your change of pace back from Jalen Warren. I think that that allows you to be more explosive. And it, it, it also gives Najee a chance to really, when he comes out there, just give it every ounce of energy and strength he has on every play and be the bruising back that we think he can be because he's not having to carry such a massive workload every week. It's a great point. I'll tell you what, let's get into our predictions right away. Let's talk about the AFC North first. Later game, 405, Cleveland coming off the win over Pittsburgh, and they go to Denver yeah. to play a Broncos team that looked like they were awful, and now they've climbed their way back. They've clawed their yeah. way back. So on the road, are the Browns going to experience a letdown here? Do you think Denver uh, goes back to their old habits? No, this is this is going to be another low-scoring game. Uh, 10 to 13 wouldn't surprise me at all. But I do think that the the Broncos are have a little bit of an advantage here, um, in, in the fact that the Browns just they don't play them every week and they're taking the ball away right now at an extraordinary rate, getting to the quarterback that that Broncos defense that we expected to be really good this year that hadn't been uh, highlighted by the seventy point. Um, massacre that they uh, mm -hmm. took at the hands of the dolphins in, in week four or whatever that was. Um, th that's not that team anymore, this Broncos team. And I think that the unfamiliarity between Denver and Cleveland plays to Denver's advantage here. 
the Browns aren't going to be able to just scheme up against a Steelers team that they know like they did this last week. So I like the Broncos in a low scoring game this week. I don't think DTR is going to be able to keep um, winning close games and, and you just can't, you can't win in today's NFL on defense alone. And that's what the Browns are going to try to do in the fall, in the coming weeks. The jets haven't been able to do it. The Steelers, uh, they've done it to a point, but they're, they shown that they can't do it for an extended period of time either. Uh, so it, it's going to come down to, uh, which offense can make plays. And I would trust Russell Wilson and uh, Cortland Sutton to make the necessary plays to earn a victory this week. All right. I agree. I think the Broncos find a way to win. They keep their good vibes going. Plus Cleveland, that was like their Super Bowl last week. So yeah, I absolutely. feel like there's a letdown coming. Let's go to the Sunday night game. The Ravens go out to LA to play the Chargers. The Chargers record is awful, but they still do have a lot of talent on that football team. Yeah. Any way that the Mark Andrew less Ravens lose this one? Uh, there's a way, and it would be Justin Herbert putting on that Superman cape and and just playing lights out. And uh, maybe the the Chargers defense coming to life a little bit in the secondary. But you're talking about a team now that's going to have no Joey Bosa for the rest of the year. Um, so that's a big blow to their defense that wasn't playing well anyway. The vibes are not good in LA. Would I be shocked by an, a surprise LA victory at home? No, not really. But I, I would also say that this has a chance to be one of those games where the Ravens defense really takes care of business and, and handles their part of it. And it's a it's a 24 to, to 13 type outing and a Ravens win. That's what I'm going to lean more towards here is that the Chargers offense just won't be able to, to get it going against this this uh, Ravens defense that plays very sound fundamentally and, and won't let big plays beat them. And that's what the chargers live on. So I hope I'm wrong, but I'm going to say that this is a, a, a game that could end up seeing maybe another head coach fired. Uh, if the, if the Ravens really lay the wood on the chargers this week. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I try to think of a way that the only way the chargers are going to win, if it gets into like shootout mode Yeah, and they're absolutely. just, that's the only way. And I don't see the Ravens defense doing that. So I like the Ravens. Let's talk about the game that everyone cares about Steelers, Bengals in Cincinnati. The line I have in front of me right now is the Steelers are giving a point. They're favored on the road with yeah. an over under a total of 34 and a half. Jeremy, what is your prediction? The Joe Burrow effect when he's not in the lineup, this team looks vastly different. And we saw it in the beginning of the season when Burrow wasn't healthy, just how bad this, this team could be. I think that's the version we get this week against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I think you've got a hyped up Steelers team that's ready to go out and, and prove that the issue with their offense is now out the door. And I, I'm not saying they're going to be hundred percent fixed. I'm not saying Kenny Pickett's going to look like um, it, that he's going to look like Justin Herbert out there, but I am thinking that you get a boost. Uh, it's the, uh, they call it the rich Basaccia effect for when the Raiders fired uh, Gruden and rich Basaccia took over and they mm -hmm. uh, won like four of their last five games or something along those lines. Uh, I think you have a similar type of effect here with Canada out the door. Um, and the offense kind of plays lively. The excitement is in the building. Um, and the Steelers take care of business here and a defense comes to play, um, with some new additions and, and hopefully with a pass rush that can get after, um, Jake Browning in the backfield. What's your final score? My final score for this week is Steelers 24, 
Cincinnati Bengals, 14. All right, that's pretty good. I, I like the Steelers in this one as well. I think the offense definitely does bounce back. It's going to be a running game type, yes. you know, hopefully play action pass, maybe some big plays. I'd love to see that. I've got the Steelers winning this one 27 to 17. 27 to 17. Yeah. Um, I just like even Kenny Pickett and as bad as he's played, I think he's better than Browning and the little experience that he has. So I'm going to go with the Steelers 27 to 17. So Jeremy, I do appreciate you taking the time right after the holiday, but go ahead and tell yeah. everyone what's coming up with the Q and a, as well as what you have going with uh, your fantasy football game of the week. Yeah. Um, so uh, on the Q and a this week, I'll go ahead and give you that. Uh, it is not just going to be me on a Saturday morning. I've nice. got a guest this time. Our very own Dave Schofield is going to join me on the Steelers Q and a, and we're going nice. to talk some Steelers football and, and maybe talk some, maybe talk some Matt Canada. I don't know. We might get to it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, uh, Jeff, to be honest with you with the craziness of the week, I hadn't gotten to a fantasy game of the week yet. Hey, so don't worry. About I'm not going to, I'm not going to make anything up this week. Um, just, uh, don't, don't start your Steelers players just quite yet. Uh, except for maybe Jalen Warren, go ahead and play some Jalen yeah. Warren this week. There you go. I love it. I love it. All right, Jeremy, as always, thanks for your time. We will talk next week. Take it easy. Have a good one. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, a big thank you to Jeremy for taking the time on this holiday weekend. He's been doing some great work for FansFirstSports.com. His fantasy football stuff has been great. Hopefully you check out his Fantasy First podcast, which is Tuesday every Tuesday and Thursday on the FFSN NFL feed. All you have to do is go to anywhere we get your podcast. You give FFSN space NFL. You'll find it. You'll get the Fans First Football Show with myself and Rob Stats Guerrero. You'll get myself in the Whip Around with Coach KT Smith. You'll get Brian Davis and Wesley Coleman on the big picture and the call sheet with coach Smith. You want to check that out. So make sure you do that. Let's finish this show with a heart to heart. It may sound corny. I don't care. I wanted to thank everyone that listens to my podcast. I said this on Twitter yesterday. I have been doing this now for three seasons. I think, yeah, this is the third season uh, with the let's ride podcast. It has grown exponentially. My ride or die crew has grown exponentially. I'm so thankful that there are people out there that actually care about what I think with the Steelers that actually make me on Monday, Wednesday and Friday morning, a part of their day. They they wake up on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and that's one thing that they do. Uh, It's not lost on me. I think sometimes when you have people that gain any type of following in any realm, sometimes they they kind of forget like, man, like there's people that actually listen to you. I, I still find that, hard to believe that people are tuning in to hear what I think about the Pittsburgh Steelers, but I'm very appreciative. So anyone out there that listens to my podcast on a regular basis that communicates with me on Twitter, but I get messages that people have activated their Twitter account or something like that because they want to, you know, they, they want to communicate with me. Like that doesn't get lost on me. I've said that before. I'll say it again. My ride or die crew, I'm thankful for you and everyone that supports Steel Curtain Network, SteelCurtainNetwork.com, and especially Fans First Sports Network. I appreciate everyone. I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. I hope you all are geared up for this game. It's going to be a big game. 
Hopefully the Steelers and the offense look better. Hopefully I'm going to be back on Sunday in a post-game show, which is jubilant and not what it was last week after the 13-10 loss. And hopefully on Monday I'll be back with Let's Ride and a victory Monday, giving away some swag. I hope that's what happens, and I know you do too. So you know how we finish it up. Be safe, be kind, and God bless. Have a great rest of your weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Go Steelers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.